1: this episode is sponsored by Cozy. Did you know that there's an organizing app designed just for families? If you've started to feel busy again, and for a lot of us, I think we never stopped, and your calendar is filling up with more events and kids activities than all of last year, Why not do your future self a favor and get Cozy? Cozy is the number one organizing app that families use to juggle school schedules, practices, meetings, doctor's appointments, and even a workout or a date night. Imagine that. And it was even named a must-have app for better life by the Today Show. With Cozy, you'll be all set up so everyone knows who is doing what, when, and where, Cozy will even send emails every morning with the day's agenda. How cool is that? So no more missed pickups or double bookings. And here's how it works. Cozy tracks everyone's schedules and events in one place with a shared color-coded calendar, and it's easy to get started. You can even pull in events from your family's personal work and school calendars. The best part? It's free. Just download Cozy Family Organizer from the App Store. That's C-O-Z-I to get the free app today. You are listening to the Motherhood Unstressed Podcast, and I'm your host, Liz Carlisle. Thank you so much for tuning in. I am so glad that you're here. And I'm so excited to share this episode with you because I'm speaking with two time New York Times best selling cookbook author Elise Kopecki to talk about her new book, co authored with famed Olympic runner Shalane Flanagan. And the book is aptly named Rise and Run. This is a Take Back the Morning Manifesto, complete with over 100 nutrient dense recipes and the tools to establish an impactful morning routine. Now, in this conversation, I'm asking Elise about how she ritualizes her self-care routine and how she fuels those moments with healthy, delicious meals, because that's a huge part of self-care. It's not just about, you know, exercise and meditation, like nutrition is so key to how we feel and how motivated we feel to get out there and take care of ourselves. And, you know, as someone who has talked about self-care for a long time, uh, and done TED Talks on it, and all of that. It's still something that I struggle with. You know, I have to, I have to manage it on my calendar, and if I don't, I, I immediately feel like, okay, I need to get back on track. So, no matter how how into self care you are as a busy mom, this is a great reminder. And Elise is sharing some really great tips that she has found work really well for her. So I was definitely thrilled to uh, pick her brain on, on what she does to be successful. So I hope you enjoy this episode. If you do, please share it out with a friend and please leave us a review on Apple podcasts to be featured in the next episode. Enjoy this episode with Elise Kopecki. Well, hello, Elise. Welcome to the show. I'm so glad that you're here.
0: Thank you. Super excited to talk to you today.
1: Yeah, I mean, your book Rise and Run. I think it was written for a woman like me. I'm a mom. I'm a runner. I love healthy food, and making all of that more
0: accessible, I think, is perfect. Um, How did this book come to be? Um, It's kind of a long story that went into Rise and Run. Um, I never intended to write to write a third cookbook so soon, but after our second book, our fans just went nuts for superhero muffins, and Shalene and I told our agent. We're gonna write an entire cookbook that's just superhero muffins, and she was like, "Ah, uh, I don't think that's gonna be an entire book." And we're like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. People are gonna go nuts over this." Um, and we had come up with savory superhero muffins, which no one has gotten to taste yet, to try yet, but they are amazing for busy um, working moms um, or people who are training for a marathon because they're really high in protein and savory and satisfy that salty craving. Um, so we had an idea. We would write a whole book with just like 100 superhero muffin recipes. Um, but the idea for the book kept growing and growing. And now it's our thickest book that we've ever written. And it's not just about recipes and cooking, but it's a whole marathon training program from Shalane from and a whole approach to mindful mornings and breakfast routines and how to start your day better.
1: Oh, I love that. I love that because I think that that component the morning is so crucial to being able to make the healthy meals and the re- and like to to go to the recipes and to make these for your family, to being able to even want to step out the door, you know, no matter the weather. So why why was that really important for you to have in the book, you know, as the idea started to grow? Why were you like, okay, we have to have
0: this part in here. This is crucial. Well, we know that how you start your morning impacts your entire day um and most parents start their day frantic trying to get their early morning training in or run in and trying to get ready for work and trying to get kids out the door on time for school and packing packing lunches um it's really hectic and i didn't realize this until my oldest started elementary school and her school starts really early in the morning so for us it's super important to prep breakfast the night before and be organized the night before and we talk a lot about that in the book but then also The way I start my day, if I start my day stressed and rushing, I've noticed that it impacts my kids entire day and they I I don't like it when they leave the house stressed and rushing um, because then the second they're out the door and I'm trying to sit down and start work. I feel feel guilty for that Mm -hmm. um, because I know it will impact their day as well.
1: I know like uh, as we already have enough guilt, I feel like that we're dealing with or trying to balance everything. And then you add that on like, Oh man, I wasn't my Zen self. And now the kids are stressed out and they're, they're going to the classroom like that. I, I completely resonate with that. Did anything surprise you that when you were writing the book, when you were kind of getting into these, these routines and really ritualizing the morning, did you start to change?
0: This is the book that has had the greatest impact on my life. Um, I was definitely not an expert on mindfulness mornings or slowing down in the morning. Um, before I started writing this book and interviewing some of the wellness experts that we interviewed for the book, I learned so much from those interviews, and it's helped me a ton to like just get in the habit of you know prepping breakfast in advance. Superhero muffins, like I don't I, I don't just talk about baking them; I literally am baking them every week because it's such a great grab and go breakfast that I can eat something really simple and easy to digest that I can eat before heading out for a morning run. And then following that up with a second breakfast that's more indulgent and more um, nutrient dense has helped helped me a ton with with training for my first marathon. I'm, I'm training for the New York City Marathon right now.
1: Oh, that's so exciting! And I, I actually went and watched my friend run that, and so I, I visited her on the several different stops. And yeah, it's it's amazing to see all those people out there doing that. I mean, it's quite a task to take on. Do you feel like you were a little bit intimidating having, you know, an Olympic coach basically weigh in on your training, or was it a relief?
0: No, it's um, it's really intimidating for sure to have Shalane. <laughs> Um, watching my training and telling me what to do. And I'm, I'm following her training program, which is definitely for a more intermediate to advanced marathon runner. And being, this is my first marathon. Um, I, I definitely am not doing all the workouts that she recommends. I get in the long runs and the important runs, but, um, I'd like to do a little bit more cross training than what she, I'm not doing as high, high mileage as Shalane thinks that I should be running.
1: (laughs) I love it. Have you noticed your body start to change too, like get stronger? I heard like, it's okay if you're training really hard because actually your body is super adaptive. Are you finding that?
0: It's amazing to see the transformation. When I started, I definitely took my time getting back into running after having kids. Um, my son is, he's almost four. And while I was pregnant and breastfeeding for a year, like I didn't run at all. And it took me a while to get back into it because of like just being busy with work and trying to find the right schedule. And I thought I was like training consistently and still running consistently. But I realized it wasn't until I like set my heart on the New York marathon that I really actually was running consistently. There were so many days before that where I'd be like, Oh, it's too cold outside or I'm too busy. And I would just, you know, skip my run. I was still active. I'd be running around with the kids or, you know, taking the kids for bike rides and still like living a super active life. But Um, Yeah. Last January, when I started really committing to running regularly at first, like five mile runs were actually hard. And I went through a period where I was like really tired. And I told Shalane, like, I don't know how I can make the leap to like 10 mile runs and 14 mile runs. And now I get done with a 14 mile run and I'm like, oh, I could have kept going. That was easy. So my body is definitely stronger now at, I turned 40 this year. And I feel stronger as an athlete than I ever did in college with college running. Just, yeah,
1: that's incredible.
0: Mainly because of my focus on nutrition. I suffered from a lot of injuries in college um, because I had such a terrible diet. Um, And now like with my focus on nutrition, I'm able to like really dial up my training and not suffer from all the injuries that I had in college.
1: Yeah. And and I think that's something that people miss. They don't realize how important nutrition is for injury prevention. You know, you know it's going to give you fuel and make you feel better, but the injury aspect, I think just completely bypasses people. So can you talk a little bit about what foods are really good for that? You know, obviously you talked about the muffins, um but what else do you guys have in the book that's really beneficial for anyone who wants to be strong and not get injured?
0: Yeah, so runners tend to focus on macronutrients, they obsess over you know, protein, fat, carbs, counting those macronutrients, but they forget about all the important micronutrients and antioxidants and, um, you know, all the, there's so much more nutrition in food than just vegetables and kale and, you know, drinking a green juice. So
1: this episode is also sponsored by Kindred Bravely. Kindred Bravely came to life in 2015 by Deanne Akerson, a mom of two, when she couldn't find any comfortable and functional pajamas to wear. As moms, we have to stick together, which is where Kindred comes from. And Bravely, well, being a mom can be tough. It is definitely not for the faint of heart. Kindred Bravely is devoted to making life easier for pregnant and nursing moms, from breast pads and non-skid socks to nursing bras and the most comfortable pajamas that I've honestly come across. And they use a lot of bamboo fabric in their clothing line, which I adore because it is so supple and so soft. Um, You really have to feel it to understand. And perhaps most importantly than her clothing is Deanne's mission to build a community of moms who support and Celebrate each other. In fact, behind the scenes, Kindred Bravely employs more than two dozen work-at-home moms who share Deanne's mission and values. If you'd like to try out Kindred Bravely for yourself, be sure to use my code unstress20 to save 20% off your purchase at kindredbravely.com.
0: There's so much more nutrition and food than just vegetables and kale and you know drinking a green juice. So um, one of my favorites for runners in training is like lots of nuts and seeds in your diet. Um, they're incredibly nutrient dense with all the minerals that you need that are important for sleep. And sleep is one of the most important aspects for recovery. So getting enough um, magnesium and all the the other minerals during the day is going to help you sleep better at night, which is definitely the biggest challenge as a mom training for anything is making sure you're getting enough sleep.
1: Yeah. I find that that's the battle with moms that I talk to is that, you know, you get up really early so that you have some me time and that can be really hard if, you know, at the end of the day, it's like, you look at the clock and it's already 10 o'clock, 10 30, you're still throwing the laundry in you're still like, you're packing the lunches or doing whatever. And then you still kind of want that end of the day me time. And it's like, Oh, you know, do I sacrifice my night or do I sacrifice my morning? Um, but you say that the morning routine is really crucial for the for the whole rest of the day, which of course makes sense. Why are mornings so important for you to to prioritize and to really make a foundational ritual for the day?
0: If if you start your day brushing and you're just grabbing like a piece of toast out the door or instant oatmeal mix, like a prepackaged instant oatmeal mix, um, without starting your day with a, a substantial breakfast you're actually going to feel hungry and be more likely to snack all day. Like I, I find that i everyone, you know, has days where they don't plan ahead or um, take the time to sit down and eat a full, um, indulgent rich meal. And, um, so I have those days too, where I realize, like, oh, I grabbed, you know, something small before racing out the door and didn't pack my usual smoothie to go. And then I just find like, I'm tired the whole day and I'm more likely to like just snack the whole day. Like I, I noticed that when I travel, you know, early flights and you're eating airplane food or you don't pack as well of snacks, I end up like being more likely to, you know, crash in the afternoon and have like blood sugar level changes. But if you have a really good breakfast where it's balanced with complex carbs and health, plenty of healthy fats and protein, then it helps your blood sugar levels the whole day. So you don't get those energy lows and you don't get those like late afternoon, um, sweet tooth snack attacks. So that really helps me. Um, if I'm running early, I try to eat like something lighter before I go running. Cause I have a sensitive stomach and then I make sure I, I have what I call second breakfast. So I always <laughs> eat like right after my run, a second breakfast, um, so before, before a run, it's something small. Like my favorite is yam spice superhero muffins. And then after my run, I'm usually having some kind of egg scramble bowl mm. with, you know, rice or leftover roasted veggies or um, avocado potatoes. So some kind of egg bowl um, with like fried egg or scrambled eggs and that good protein and good fat. And then all the good micronutrients from adding some veggies and avocado to my bowl I love um, that helps my whole day. And then in terms of mindfulness. Um, I'm still working on this and following the <laughs> advice. I love I'm, that you're being so honest right now. I love it. Thank I, you. Um, our school time moved up even earlier. So, um, the school bus comes at six 45 in the morning, which mm. is just insane. And we never make the school bus. We always miss it. <laughs> so we're just like rushing our daughter out the door. And, um, I would love to, And my, I have a three-year-old and he is up I like personally just treasure like thirty minutes of alone time before my kids wake up, so he's up at six, so I try to get up at five thirty um to do um I have this like fifteen minute yoga routine that I absolutely love, but I have to admit that most mornings I'm usually like just get downing the coffee as fast <laughs> as I can and trying to you know finish getting their school bags packed. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, but so I'm still every day I'm still like working towards the goal of being more slower in the morning and mindful. And, um, my husband kind of drives me nuts because he comes down and grabs his coffee and just sits down. And I'm like, how, what, wait, how are you just sitting there? Like, we got to walk the dog. We got to put away the dishes, pack the school lunches. And he's just like sitting there sipping coffee. And I'm like, what are you doing? So yeah, I'm still working on all the advice for like slower mornings it's
1: so hard though, because I completely understand again, yeah. that that scenario where it's like, your husband is kind of like the Zen master teacher. Who's like, you just need to be here and be present and enjoy right. your coffee as it is. But then the mom brain kicks in and you're like, actually we have shit that we need to get done because you know, we've got places to go. The kids need to, the kids need to have everything and be ready to go. So it is, it is such a, a tug of, of two two ends, but I think at the end of the day, the message comes through in how you live your life. Obviously, in the book, that there is benefit to to engaging in that tug and pull and to really trying and striving for a better life. Because as you said, you know you want your kids to go off to school and be rested and be you know confident and calm and happy. You know because you're modeling that at home what do you think is the biggest thing that's holding moms back? You know, is it that tug and pull from, you know, I want to be here, but I also have all this other stuff to do. What do you think holds most women back from having this go-to morning routine with healthy food in the mix, with a healthy mindset in the mix? Let
0: me think. I would say, um, yeah, I think women don't think to like sit down and enjoy breakfast with their kids um, because we're taught like to always go, go, go. And people don't realize that food is not just about fuel or nutrition, but it's also meant to be enjoyed. So we just weren't, our culture doesn't embrace that really. Um, I learned, discovered that when we lived abroad in Switzerland, that like people over there embrace enjoying food and sitting down and sharing it with friends and family. And there's so much that impacts your ability to have like good solid digestion and absorb nutrients. When you slow down, when you drop your nervous system into a slower state, you can absorb more nutrition from your food. If you're grabbing a really healthy smoothie and gulping it down as you're racing out the door, your body's not able to, you know, absorb as much energy and nutrition from that same smoothie versus if you sip it slowly while talking to your kids about their day, it's, it's just a different, it puts your body into a different state of digestion and, um, you know, wellness and, and mindfulness and happiness.
1: Yeah. And I think that's a huge point right there. It's like going into that parasympathetic state rather than sympathetic where you are stressed out and the cortisol is going, yeah, your body doesn't absorb it. So it's a wasted effort anyway. So you might as well really get centered yeah. and engage with those kids and they can feel that and they love that. And then they're doing it too. Again, you're modeling that really good behavior. Right.
0: I've also noticed my kids are a lot less needy if I spend like a quality, like 10 minutes one-on-one with each of them in the morning, like playing, like playing, getting on the ground playing or letting them, you know, have like one-on-one time hugs and snuggles in the morning. They seem to be less needy later in the day. So I can be more multi multitasking mom when they come home from school and I'm, you know, cooking dinner or finishing work. And they kind of play by themselves then if they get that initial attention.
1: Yeah, even if it's just a hug, like my two boys will come downstairs and they'll immediately go on the couch and like turn on Curious George or like something from PBS Kids and like get under the blanket and I used to be like rushing around doing this and now like I'll take maybe 2 minutes to go over there and just get under the blanket with them and just like hold them and hug them and you're right like it totally changes everything. It changes the energy mm-hmm. in the room. It changes like even how their shoulders kind of just drop and they're like okay, right. it's time for school, you know. It's so true and I think that's such a gift to give to your children and every woman who's listening to this right now, like you're planting a seed that, you know, that is, that is another way to start the morning. I don't have to engage in the rat race. It's actually a choice that I'm making and I don't have to do it. And I have a couple minutes to just get on the floor with my kid and be like, Hey, I'm here. I love you.
0: Right. Definitely.
1: Mm, I love that.
0: We're only one week into back to school. So I'm still trying to to
1: get this whole thing dialed. I mean, you will, you will. It sounds like you're doing pretty well. Um, I am curious. though, if you had to, if you didn't have a lot of choices around what would be like the meal or the nutrition that you would grab so that you are good to go? Like, I know you have a lot of choices in the book, but what, what are some of your, your favorites?
0: Oh my gosh. I have so many. So last night I prepped um, steel cut oatmeal so that I could cook it in 10 minutes this morning. So it's really simple. My kids like love steel cut oatmeal. The texture of it is better. They don't, they don't like instant oatmeal as much. Yeah. Um. So they like it that, that thicker texture. but steel cut oats take a long time to cook. So I just take a cup of steel cut oats and boil it with the water the night before and turn it off as soon as it comes to a boil and it soaks overnight, which is good for making it easier to digest, but also then in the morning I can literally just simmer it for 10 minutes and it's fully cooked. And I add Mm -hmm. some milk and honey and blueberries. So we had that this morning for breakfast. That's one of our go-tos now that the weather's, now that it's cold here in the mornings. And then the other is um, we always have a big batch of homemade granola um, in our pantry in a big canister. So granola with whole milk yogurt is a really easy, quick breakfast that you can pack to go, or your kids can have it, you know, before they leave for the day. I do a lot of smoothies that I make the night before, and that's a good like post-run recovery snack, especially on a hot day if you're not as hungry after you're done running. And uh, most smoothies, you can make them the night before and they're good for the next morning. Uh, I don't like to put blueberries in my smoothies because they get like a weird gel texture the next day. So that one I kind of tend to leave out, and then of course superhero muffins, um, both the savory and sweet versions. I had, I haven't gotten out for my run yet today, but right before our podcast call, I had for a little um, snack a dark chocolate banana superhero muffin. Ooh. So we always have a stash of those in of one of our flavors of superhero muffins in our fridge, and I pack those for school lunches. And then um, we do in the summer, like when I'm not really craving hot oatmeal, I'll do like a lot of chia seed parfaits that I prepped the night before. So I just take like a wide mouth mason jar and I'll put, you know, half a cup of yogurt, half a cup of milk in there and three tablespoons of chia seeds. And then in the morning we add a bunch of fun toppings like fresh fruit or um, berries, granola, nuts and seeds. And those are easy. My husband, like often does the early morning drop off with the kids and then go straight to work. So that's something he can take, um, to oh, go yeah. for, for second breakfast or he, we usually eat something before, you know, together at the house, but that's a good, like second breakfast that you can pack to go. So I have a make, make ahead pancake and waffle mix. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a homemade uh, waffle mix that you just keep in a like huge flour canister in your pantry. And, um, I don't like buying, waffle and pancake mixes because those bags are so small, like they would last our family. Like for one, it's just a lot of packaging and they don't last very long and they don't have as much nourishing ingredients. I make mine with oat flour. So I just grind up um, rolled oats in in a blender until you get like a flour consistency and you can put flax in there and a lot of other like really good nutrient dense ingredients. Um, Because my three-year-old is super picky. Like literally he only wants to eat waffles every morning. Um, So what I do is I just cook up a bunch of waffles on Sunday and we keep them in the fridge. And then I just pop them in the toaster um, so that he can have his waffle at 6am before I've had the chance to take a sip of coffee. Cause he likes, he comes down downstairs and he's ready to eat right away. And I'm like, not ready to serve breakfast yet. So that's what he has every day is, is a waffle.
1: This is freaking genius, and I didn't even know that you could blend up oats like that to make flour. Like, you're oh yeah, so
0: so simple. I always um, buy huge bags of rolled oats because we go through it so quickly because we're using it in um, granola and muffins and pancake mix.
1: Wow! So you don't have to do any like pre prep on the oats; you can literally just blend them.
0: Yes, you just you can put like a few cups of. Um, rolled oats into a high speed blender and just pulse it for like a minute. And it's completely fresh oat flour.
1: Wow. Wow! So it has all the
0: benefits, all the benefits um, of a bowl of oatmeal, but it's something that kids prefer to eat It is in like the waffle uh, state. Definitely my son eats way too much maple syrup, but <laughs> I'm just glad he's in. I make my waffles with a lot of eggs and butter and yogurt, whole milk, yogurt, and milk. So there's a lot of good protein and fat in there as well.
1: Wow. God, how did you come to food? Because you said you ran in college and now you're just this, this brilliant chef (laughs) making mom life seem so easy. How did you come to be a chef?
0: So I, this is a second career for me. I worked in digital marketing at Nike for almost 10 years and had the chance to live abroad in Amsterdam and Geneva. Um, I worked abroad for four years And um, funny enough, like when I met my husband, I told him like, just so you know, I don't cook um, because (laughs) I had this, I had this idea in my mind that like career women don't cook. Um, But during my time living in Geneva, um, getting exposed to the food culture over there, I became so much healthier and happier. And all of like my health problems that I suffered from in my twenties went away. And I got just so inspired by wanting to learn more about food and culture that I decided to. Walk away from a really amazing um, corporate career in digital marketing and go to culinary school in mm-hmm. New York. So, this is a, just something I've, I'm pretty much like self taught um, over the last, you know, seven, eight years.
1: That's amazing. And I love that you were like following the whispers of what made you happy and what made you physically feel better. I mean, and it turned into a beautiful life and, you know, one best selling book and probably another to follow.
0: Right. Yeah. This will be Rise and Run is our third cookbook. Um, I never imagined six years ago when our first book launched that we'd already be on to our third book, but it's been Mm -hmm. an incredible ride. And I think the thing I want women to realize most of all of anything is like you don't have to follow these like stressful fad diets to be healthy. I think women just um, are in like a constant battle every day with themselves over like what to eat. And food, real food doesn't cause weight gain. It doesn't cause, it's going to nourish you so much better. And um, you can eat all these indulgent foods like butter and, um, you know, burgers and uh, chocolate muffins and things like that. When you're making it homemade and fresh, um, real food just nourishes your body and keeps you strong, um, helps prevent like wanting to snack on, you know, sugary things all day and, like you can really enjoy food and not get caught up in measuring calories and you know doing low carb and things like that.
1: Yeah, because who wants to live their life that way anyway? You know, life is so short and we need to enjoy it while we're healthy and strong and and like we said earlier model that for our children. Right, for sure, definitely. Yeah, so to round everything out with with the book and with everything that you have learned in life, what's something that you want the listener to remember from this talk?
0: Let's see one thing um I truly believe that fresh air and exposure to sunlight first thing in the morning helps set your circadian rhythm for the whole day and can help you you know sleep better at night and just start your day better by you don't have to run far or fast to reap the benefits of a morning run but even if you can just like this morning I didn't run but I biked my kids to school So just that cold, fresh morning air and like exposure to sunlight before I sit in front of a computer all day really helped wake me up and energize me, um, even though it was just like a short bike ride. So anything you can do outside first thing in the morning, you know, 15 minutes of walking the dog or getting in a two mile jog, or if you're Shalane Flanagan going for a 20 mile run (laughs) is going to have incredible benefits for your whole day.
1: I love that. I love that. Such an important message. Thank you so much, Elise. Thank you for the book Rise and Run. Where can our listener find out more about you and get the book?
0: Definitely check out our website, runfasteatslow.com. And you can pre-order the book now. Um, We can't wait for it to be out in the world. And um, if you want more daily inspiration, you can find me on Instagram at Elise Kopecki.
1: Beautiful. Thank you so much, Elise. Thank you for the work that you're doing. And for all of those great tips, I'm going to be looking at the oatmeal in my cabinet and see if I can do anything with
0: it. Thank you, you, Liz. It's so great to see you and talk to you.
1: You as well. You have been listening to the motherhood unstressed podcast. Please be sure to rate review and subscribe to this podcast.